Good morning, everybody. Today we are learning Yeshua, Parak of Gimel. In the last two parakim, we say for Yeshua, Parak of Gimel, Parak of Dalet, Yeshua is going to give his parting messages to Klaisal before Yeshua is after. It's interesting, Yeshua actually gathers Klaisal twice in this parak and the next parak. Some of our suggest that in this parak you only gather the leaves of Klaisal, in the next parak you gather the entirety of Klaisal. The Byron L himself over here in Parak of Gimel is bothered by this question. He suggests that maybe he gathered Klaisal twice because this is what Hashem commanded him. He says that it doesn't seem like this is the case because we don't find that Hashem commanded him like this. So he wants to make the suggestion that it could be that first Yeshua gathered the leaders of Klaisal and then in the next Parak he's going to gather the entirety of Klaisal to give them a message which everybody should hear. So let's start off Parak of Gimel, Palsik Aleph, Vayhim Yom and Rab Machar, Shahiniach Hashem Yitzchel, Mikolayvem, Yisabit, Vayishua Zakim Rabayam. Yeshua was older at that time. They finished already dividing up the land. They finished conquering the land. They've been at Israel for a few years already. Yeshua is hitting the age of 110. We saw before that Yeshua was technically supposed to live to 120, just like his Rebbe, Moshe Rabbeinu. But because he was Misatzel, because he didn't conquer the land and didn't divide it up so so quickly, therefore he lost 10 years of his life. Pasuk Beis, Vayikri Yeshua, L'chal Yisrael, L'zikain, Nebel, the Reisha, L'shev, L'shem, Ravayim, Ravayim, Anizah, Kanti, Bossi, Bayam. Yeshua tells the leaders and either the entirety of Klai, or just the leaders of Klai Yisrael, that I'm getting older, which we saw already in the Mepharshim explained, means that he lived full days, that he used every day of his life to the fullest. And he explains, Yeshua tells them, HaKadosh Baruch has helped us <coughs> conquer the land and destroy the nations which were there and HaKadosh Baruch is going to continue. There were still a few nations left in Eretz Yisrael and Hashem is going to continue to help us conquer those nations as well. The Mama here points out that the reason why Yeshua is giving him this, mes- this message, that Yeshua is giving them the message that Hashem is going to help them conquer the rest of the nations is because Yeshua knew that there were two options after he's nifter. Either the Klai Yisrael is going to become friendly with the nations which are still in Eretz Yisrael and they're going to be influenced by them, which is something Yeshua didn't want, or they're going to successfully drive them out of Eretz Yisrael and that's what Yeshua was trying to encourage them, that they should fight them, they shouldn't let them stay in Eretz Yisrael because he knew that if they let some of the Canaanim stay in Eretz Yisrael, they're going to be influenced by their negative ways. Pasuk hey. Is going to help you drive them out of and you're going to be successful in inheriting the entire land of righteous going to give them some chizik. He's going to give them some inspiration, some directives how they should live their life when he's nifter, that they should keep the entirety of the Torah. He's, he's also going to give them some muster. So he starts off, you should keep the Torah from Meshabeinu, you shouldn't turn right or left from the Torah's Meisha, which again, the Mepharsha point out over here that most of the Psukim in this parak actually mirror Psukim in the Torah itself. However, some of the Psukim refer to different things. For example, the Torah itself, when it uses the Lashon of Surimani Yom and Usmal, is referring to listening to the Chum, like the Mitzvah, listening to the Chum over here. It seems Yeshua was saying, you should not veer right or left from the Torah itself, which the Rabbah over here pointed out, that, that Yom and Usmal is referring to, you shouldn't add anything onto the Torah, and you shouldn't subtract anything to the Torah, which is interesting that this, in this first Sefer of Nevi'im, this is where Yeshua takes the time to point out that after the Torah was finished, after we got Teres Maisha, a Navi is not allowed to come along and add anything to the Torah. This is the Maritzchis, makes this point, that Yeshua himself made this point over here to tell, to tell Klaistral that any Nevi'im in the future, including himself, on the simple level, they are not allowed to add any mitzvahs, and only the 613, which were Makabah, those are mitzvahs, that we keep. And he warns them 
They should not join the nations, the Canaan, which are in Eretz Yisrael. They should not serve their gods. They shouldn't swear in their name. Shouldn't serve, and they shouldn't bow down to them. And you should connect with that Kaddish Baruch Hu. You should serve that Kaddish Baruch Hu. Just like you have done up until this day. Kaddish Baruch has helped you conquer great nations. Nobody's up to stand in your way. One man is going to be able to chase away a thousand. And you should be very careful. You should guard over and your, your life. That you should love Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We'll come back. This is the mitzvah of Avos Hashem. Just as an aside, this pasuk of Inishmartim Oli Nafshei Sechem is actually a pasuk in the Torah as well. It's a pasuk in Parshas Ekev, Parak Dal, pasuk Dazal. The pasuk says, "Inishmartim Oli Nafshei Sechem Kalei Reisim Kol Tumunu Beyayim Yibar Hashem Lakechem Mechayiv Mitoyechayish." Which is interesting because the simple reading of this pasuk has nothing to do. This pasuk is many times quoted as the mitzvah that we have to guard our health. We have to be careful to watch over not to place ourselves in a situation of sakana. Do as much as we can. To prevent ourselves from getting hurt. It's interesting though that the simple reading of this Pasuk has nothing to do with the situation of Sakana Zafash. It's talking about not serving by Zara, not making images of Zara. So where exactly did this Pasuk become the source? Why did this become the source of the Mitzvah of Shemir Sakofa Nefesh? So if you take a look at the Gemara and Brachas, the Gemara quotes a story where a certain non-Jew interrupted a Jew while he was davening and the Jew didn't respond to him until he finished. So the non-Jew who was, a, who was a officer, he turned to the Jew afterwards and he says, how could you do that? You're placing your life in danger. And he says, and your terror says, So it seems that this non-Jew made a mistake and he interpreted that this passage is talking about which Marsha himself makes his point in Mishnah Brachas. He says that Lechera, this Hagmine, this officer, this Roman officer made a mistake. He thought this passage is talking about guarding over your health and there's really nothing to do with that. The Marsha suggests that maybe it could be talking about Shemir Sakov Nefesh, but he doesn't really explain how. If you take a look, the Minchas Chanach himself is bothered by the Shaila, and the Minchas Chanach says, because the Rambam doesn't bring down this Pasuk when Shemartim and Afshisechim, he brings down the Gemara, brings down two Pasukim, Hisham Alacha and Shemartim Alacha. Both Pasukim are not really referring to Shemir Sakov Nefesh. So the Rambam brings down the first Pasuk. So the Minchas Chanach is bothered, where exactly, what was the source of the Rambam? And says Minchas Chanach, and you want to tell me that the Rambam's source was from this Gemara over here in Mesechus Brachus? He says, it can't be. This is a Hagman, this is an officer who made a mistake. He says, the Ram had another source to tell us that the Pasuk of Yishamar Lecha, which is a different Pasuk, is telling the mitzvah of Shmir Sekhova Nefesh. If you take a look at Yashu over there on the Gemara Brachas, he, he's Ma'ur this Ha'ara, and he says that you're right, that really this Pasuk of Shmir Sekhova Nefesh is really nothing to Shmir Sekhova Nefesh. However, he suggests it could be that it's a general cloud, it's a general rule which applies to all Sakhanists, and therefore the Torah is telling you stay away from Vaidazara, as well as stay away from situations of Sakhanists. It seems clear though, at least from the Havmin and Tyson, Shuas Aflam and that Tais understood that it is going on the mitzvah of Shmir Sekhova Nefesh. And if you, look at, if you take a look at the Shaz and Shuvas Harash Bash, which is the son of the Tashbech, in Simon Alf, he does bring down this Pasuk Lishmartim Ali Nafshi Sechem as the Mikar for Pikuach Nefesh, first Akhanis Nefashis. If anybody has any other Mikars that we see from the Rishainim or anybody earlier that Mishmartim Ali is referring to Akhanis Nefashis, we would love to hear. Moving on, Pasuk Yibbet. Now, Yeshua is going to give them a warning. He tells them if you now, if instead of just serving at Kaddish Baruch you connect with the nations of the land, you start becoming friendly with them. You should know, Kaddish Baruch is not going to be on your side anymore. He's going to leave you. You are going to be driven out of Eretz Yisrael. The Canaanim are going to kick you out of the land, and you're going to lose all the battles. Pasuk Yedad, 
And Yeshua says that I'm going to go the ways of the land, and I'm going to die soon. And you should know with all your heart and your nefesh. And which the Mepharshim point out that whenever we talk about knowing something, it doesn't just mean that it's an intellectual knowledge. It's, it's something which a person knows and he feels and he acts based on that. So he was telling them, you, you're going to know, you're going to feel. It's going to be something which you truly understand. Everything HaKadosh Baruch promised to you, HaKadosh Baruch fulfilled. HaKadosh Baruch did everything, everything that he said. So Yeshua tells them that just like HaKadosh Baruch fulfilled his promise to tell you that he fulfilled every single positive thing he said for the good, so too if you, if you follow in the ways of a desire, if you abandon HaKadosh Baruch Hashem is going to bring down, all, Hashem is going to bring terrible things and he's going to fulfill all the negative curses that HaKadosh Baruch said he would if you do not follow in his ways. Pasuk Tezayin if you abandon the treaty with Hashem, you serve other gods, you bow down to them, Hashem is going to be very angry with you, you're going to be destroyed, you're going to be destroyed from this earth. So again, Yeshua tells them that HaKadosh Baruch fulfilled all his positive promises, so now you should be careful, you should not abandon Hashem, and if you continue in this way, HaKadosh Baruch will continue to be on your side. However, if you abandon HaKadosh Baruch and you start serving, other gods, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is going to abandon you and all the terrible things which Hashem said would happen are going to be fulfilled. Let's just discuss a few interesting mitzvahs or ha'aras which came from this parak. Number one, the Pasuk went down in the beginning of the parak. We saw the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. Yeshua commands them in Pasuk Yer Aleph and Yishmaritim Ba'olein Avshasechem La'avas Hashem La'kechem To love HaKadosh Baruch Hu Most of the money are mitzvahs Most of the Rishenu count The mitzvahs count Avas Hashem is one of the mitzvahs It's actually the Chinah brings down This is one of the mitzvahs The Sheish Mitzvah Smidius Which the Baruch brings down in Simon Aleph This is one of the mitzvahs Which a person can mekayim every single day And the Chavetz Chaim in another place In the end of Shemir HaSalashin He brings down In the Yisafas at the end He says that any one of these mitzvahs For example The Sheish Mitzvah Smidius He says that there's a mitzvah to mekayim to mekayim it at least once a day. He says just because it doesn't have a specific zman, just because you could always mekayim it, doesn't mean that you don't ever have to mekayim it. Meaning a person could say, okay, so I could always do it, so I don't have to do it at any specific time. No, says the Chavetz Chaim. At least once a day, a person should try to focus on the idea of Avas Hashem. So let's just take a moment to discuss what exactly this mitzvah is and how a person can lead himself to the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. So if you take a look at the Ramban, actually based on our Pesukim over here, the Ramban in Devar and Parakidaf writes like this: The Pesuk over there is discussing that there's a mitzvah to connect with that Kadosh Baruch and to love him, which is very similar to our Pesukim over here. So it says the Ramban, What does it mean to be David to connect to Hashem to love Him? That a person should always be remembering his love constantly for Hashem. A person shouldn't forget about Hashem even when he goes on the way. When you get up in the morning, the Shlach Kaddish brings down, and that's the idea. A person should always say, You should always be mentioning the name of Kaddish Baruch. That's the way we connect to Hashem. That's the way of expressing Avaz Hashem. Like Ramban is telling us right over here that a person constantly in his language, in his talk, in his speech to other people, he's constantly mentioning HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he's always mentioning, he's always recognizing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he writes, a person who lives that way, he'll be living on such an elevated, such, an, such a high level. The Rambam writes very similarly, very important in Rambam at the end of HaKadosh Tshuva, in Parak Yud, the Ram writes like this: What does it mean to love Hakadosh Baruch Hu? The Kedzad he Ava Ruuya. What is the appropriate Ava that a person should have for Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Who sheyavas Hashem Ava Gedayla Yisera Azam Aid. The Rambam in general is not somebody who's mayer using a lot of adjectives over here. The Rambam 
is using some very interesting and very strong adjectives that the love of Baruch Hu should be gedayla, it should be large, yisera, azam ma'ayid, it should be very strong, very, very strong. The Ram is telling us it's an extremely important, this emotion we have to feel at HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's a very strong emotion. Ashatayin nafshik ishura ba'avas Hashem until our nefesh is tied, is connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'nim tashigabatamid, and it comes out that a person is constantly involved in avas Hashem, kilu choyla choyla sa'ava, like a person is lovesick, when a person is lovesick with a woman, he's constantly thinking about the person, he's constantly thinking about this woman. So too says the Rambam, that's what our love has to be the Kaddish Baruch A person who's in love with, the, with another person, he's constantly thinking about them, whether he's eating, whether he's drinking, he's going on the way, he's always thinking about that other person. Says the Rambam, yes, the love of our Kaddish Baruch has to be even more than that. A person always has to be involved in Avas Hashem. And then he quotes the Pesukim in Shir Hashim, and that's why Shir Hashim, the entire Shir Hashim is a metaphor, according to the Rambam, for the love that Klai Yisrael is supposed to have for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why we, we couch it in the terms of a husband for a wife, because that's the type of Ava that we're supposed to have for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That, says the Rambam, is our expression. That's what our love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu it's supposed to be like, and the Ram ends off Hilchas Shuvah the same way. Davar Yudu Barsh and Avas Hakadosh Baruch Hu Nikshares Belibis Shaladim Ad Shishway Talmud Karoi V'Yaziv Kol Mashvaylam Chutzim Mana. That the way a person has to love Hakadosh Baruch Hu is to abandon all the other avis. Is he can't, can't love all other types of things in the world. He has to just love, focus, and channel his love to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Kamei Shetziva Amar Chalav Chalav Avshcha Inayv Hakadosh Baruch Hu Al Bedas Shiyadu V'Al Piyadei Tia Ava Imat Maat Imharei Abrik. And the Ram suggests over here. But the way we come to love Hakadosh Baruch Hu is to learn more about Hashem. It's to learn about Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Lefikal tzarchad liyachad atzim lahav nahaska b'chachmais petfunah tzamadmais kainik v'kayachesh b'adam lahav nahaska k'mesh b'yarnu lachas yisayatayra. Which we'll speak out the next round. Lachas yisayatayra. But the Rambam here is suggesting the way a person comes to love Hakadosh Baruch Hu is to learn about Hashem. Learn about all the incredible things that Hakadosh Baruch Hu does for us. Learn about the, the incredible way that Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the world and all the amazing brios in the world. And that's the way that a person comes to love Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Which the Rambam speaks out b'feirish. In Yitzchelchas Yisrael Yatayra, the Rambam writes in Parak Beis Alach Beis, what is the way What is the way that a person can come to the mitzvah of Avas Hashem? Suggests the Rambam, Bishashi is binding an Adam b'Maisav b'Ruav haNiflam haGedolim at a time where a person contemplates and a person is conscious of the incredible creations which Hashem made. V'Yerman Chachmasa and he sees the incredible intelligent design which went into the Briyos. He sees that there's no way that anybody else could have made these things except for a God. A person has a tremendous desire to know who this, who this God is. He quotes, that's what David HaMalch says. David HaMalch is telling God this Baruch the only thing he desires is to connect with Hashem. And that's the Pasuk of that this is another idea a person looks about the sky, looks about the moon, looks about the incredible world that Hashem made, and he's led to want to connect to Baruch Hu to, to learn more about Hashem who made this beautiful world. So that's one mahalach, one way that a person can be led to Amos Hashem is through studying the Bria, studying the creations of Hashem. One of the greatest scientists of the past few generations, Anthony Flew, in his book, There's a God Review, writes that he was led to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu because of the study of DNA. He writes in his book, almost entirely because of the DNA investigations. What I think the DNA material has done is that as shown by the almost unbelievable complexity of the arrangements which are needed to produce life, that intelligence must have been involved in getting these extraordinarily diverse elements to work together. He's describing how by studying the Bria, by studying the DNA, which is such a complex code that each person is made up of, it's like, as another scientist said, it's like each person's personal social security number that HaKadosh Baruch created for each person separately, each person has his own unique one, 
That led him to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's one beautiful way of a person to be led to Avaz Hashem. Another beautiful way is Rav Dasa brings us down in Matul Yaw, in Chela Gimel, page 90. He brings down a Medrash, and based on the Medrash, he quotes the Rikanti in Parak Yutas and Vayuka. The Rikanti writes, V'hinei Oyvetz Chaveirai, a person who loves a Kaddish Bar, I'm sorry, a person who loves his friend, a person who's in the midst of Yafti Kamaycha, he's somebody who also loves Hashem. And the Mepharshim explained, the, I believe the Gai Rebbe explained based on the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, The Pasuk starts out by saying that you'll love your friend, and then it says, What's the connection between the two things? So the Gai Rebbe explained, again, based on this Rikanti as well, that a person who loves Hashem, a person who loves somebody else, he doesn't just love the person, he loves the things that the person created, the person that, the things which the person's into. So a person who loves somebody else, who's created with someone like him, he loves a person who is made in the image of a God, he's in a sense, he's loving a Kaddish Baruch Hu, because that's how Kaddish Baruch Hu made this person. So if you love the things which a person made, you love the person himself. And that's the idea, says the Rikanti, a person who's in the midst of Yav Kamaycha, a person who looks around and loves everybody else, loves his friends, that's another way to express your Avas Hashem. There's another interesting Maramakim, the Karakemach, written by Rabbi Bachya, not the same Rabbi Bachya that wrote the Yechavah Zavavis, but the Talmud of the Rajba, he writes that, that another way that Ahavas Hashem expresses itself is that we follow in the ways of Hashem. He writes, that a person who loves his friend, the person who loves somebody else, in general, he doesn't just love that person, he loves the person because of the things that the person does. The person's a giver, the person is nice, the person's kind. And so that's why it says the Karakemach, the mitzvah of Avas Hashem is expressed in the Allah to Bajrachum, following in the ways of Akadish Baruch, just like Akadish Baruch is a Rachim, is a Khan, is a Nisan, is a Tadik, is a Chasid. If we follow in the ways of Hashem, that is another expression of our Avas Hashem. Just one more quick Marmokam, quick Ara on this parak. At the end of the parak, we see that Yeshua tells Klai Yisrael, just like Akadish Baruch, fulfilled all the positive things that he promised, so too if Klai Yisrael acts in a negative fashion, if Klai Yisrael serves of a desire, Akadish Baruch is going to bring terrible Xeris, terrible curses. Onto Klai Yisrael. So the Barbanel writes like this. He says, Just like when a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives somebody good things, that is an expression of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Hashkacha. So too, So too, says Barbanel, we have to recognize that when negative things happen, when a Kaddish Baruch Hu does things which are seemingly ra, that's also an expression of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Hashkacha, Kaddish Baruch Hu's providence over Kla Yisrael, which is something that the Ali Shur points out very nicely. If you take a look in Chelek Beis, the Ali Shur points out that unfortunately, many times a person, when a person has good things done to my Hashem, he just takes them for granted. He just he doesn't even thank Hashem for them. When a person can breathe, when a person has health, when a person has parnasa, a person has children, he doesn't take the time to express his hakar satayv to thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Only when those things are taken away, only when HaKadosh Baruch takes them away, then the person all of a sudden says, how could HaKadosh Baruch take them away? He writes, When a person has a tragedy happen to him, when something negative happens to him, the person turns to Hashem and says, how could you steal that from me? That's mine. Says the Ali Short, the person who is a true Baytayach, a person who has true Baytach and HaKadosh Baruch who recognizes that it's all from Hashem. The same HaKadosh Baruch who gave it to you is the one who's taking it away and you never deserved it in the first place. And that says Ali Short, it's something we have to work on. Number one, we have to work on expressing our Akaras HaTayv, expressing our appreciation for the things which HaKadosh Baruch who gives to us. All the Chasadim every single day, Akol Neshim Neshima, every breath we take, the fact that we have our health, the fact that we have Parnasa, all the gifts that HaKadosh Baruch has given us, we have to make sure to express our cars at Taif. And also says, Revolve was that's all.
That when something negative happens to a person, when Ra happens to a person, he has to remember and has to recognize that this is also the Ashkachas Hashem, this is also from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the way that a person can truly express his Betachan Hashem to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to also remember and recognize that HaKol B'Day Shemaim, it is all from HaShem. Have a wonderful day.